0: Welcome to Dreamful Podcast, bedtime stories for slumber. This week, Dreamful is turning two. I really can't believe how quickly this podcast has grown, and I'm so thankful every single day that I decided to make it. Because of Dreamful, I've been able to talk with so many of you listeners and hear your stories and receive your input and support to make the podcast better and better. So thank you all for the last two years. I'm really looking forward to the next one. So here's the part where I get to thank our newest Patreon supporters. Kit C, Cara Bleakley, Lisa Lenton, Lauren Satterfield, and the very dapper Dave. Thank you all so much. And I hope you have the sweetest of dreams. If you find value in Dreamful and would also like to contribute to the show, please visit dreamfulstories.com, where you can find info about the show, and on the support page, there's a link to become a Patreon subscriber. Patreon members get access to bonus episodes, of which there are now over 30, and perks like voting on future episodes, holographic stickers, giveaways, and behind-the-scenes extras. I get messages from so many listeners that they have trouble sleeping because of past traumas, anxiety, panic attacks, or depression. That's why I am so thankful to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs with a quick and comprehensive survey and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. I was put in touch with my therapist in under 24 hours in a safe and private online environment with the convenience of skipping an uncomfortable waiting room and zero drive time. Send a message to your counselor anytime and receive timely and thoughtful responses. Plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions. This service is available for clients worldwide and you can find a licensed professional counselor that specializes in your specific needs, whether that be depression, sleeping, family conflicts, trauma, and much more. Best of all, it's more affordable than offline counseling and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. As a listener of Dreamful, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com dreamful. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, help spelled h-e-l-p dreamful this is the season in which kids are heading back to school so i thought it was the perfect time to tell the sweet story of the little princess in the wood this is a short story so i will tell it twice which i'm sure you won't mind because it's a perfectly dreamy fairy tale So, snuggle up in your blankets and have sweet dreams. One lovely summer morning, the little princess Rosemary woke up early, jumped out of bed, put on her crown, and popped her head out of the castle window. There she saw through the branches of the queen's best rose tree, a merry band of dew children sparkling through the castle park as lightly as if blown on the morning wind. The princess laughed for joy, and the dew children heard her. They came running over the grass and called to her to come down and play with them. Quick as a bird, Princess Rosemary slipped downstairs and out into the fresh, sunny summer morning. When the six little dew children, their names were Rainbow, Glisten, and Diamond, Dewdrop, Sparkle, and Pearl, heard that she had not washed and brushed and dressed, they hurried her away to a clear little brook that flowed through the meadow nearby. Two of them washed her face and hands in clear sparkling water, and another, dried her gently. One brushed her sunny hair, another fitted on her little golden slippers, and a third tied on her crimson robe. When the sun grew warm, the dew children vanished away, and five little moss boys scampered up and begged the princess to share their breakfast. The moss boys' names were Evergreen, Moss Cap, Velvet, Soft Step, and Green Jacket. They led her to a little table spread on the roots of a tree in the castle garden and made her a seat on a low branch. One brought her toast and warm milk, another moss jelly, another honey, and another sweet wild strawberries gathered in the wood. Green jacket has some cakes to offer, but he sees that the bold red squirrel has spied them from the treetop and come down to try one. After breakfast, Master Crow flew down with specks on beak and book under wing. He gave the little princess a pencil and a slate with a golden rim and told her to sit on the grassy bank under a tree. Then Master Crow perched on a stump and opened his book with a caw, caw, caw He taught the little princess to spell such words as spring and birds and nests and eggs. It was the nicest school she had ever heard of. Whisk the squirrel watched from a nearby tree and was glad he did not have to go to school. When school was out, the little princess wandered happily through the wood. A gentle fawn came springing over the lawn and walked beside her for a while. Seven frolicsome hares hopped and nibbled and played about the path. Whisk, the squirrel, and his mate followed too and stopped sometimes to eat a juicy blackberry the birds flew and sang above them. Late in the afternoon, the little princess came to a mossy glade at the edge of the wood, where the silly little mushrooms live, who grow up in a single night. Red caps, brown caps, and white caps They begged her to stop and tell them a story, so being a most obliging little princess, she sat on the grass among them and told them tales of the great oak tree beside her father's castle gate, which had taken hundreds of years to grow and had seen many storms and the coming and going of brave knights and fair ladies. At last, darkness fell, and many bright little star children came with their star lanterns to light the little princess home through the deep wood. She was sleepy, for she had laughed and worked and played all day, and was glad to see the towers of her father's castle through the trees when the friendly star children had led her safely home. The little princess slipped through the castle gate and in the great doors and upstairs to her white bed. She was soon fast asleep. Like the little animals and birds and nature children she had played with all day, The night wind rustled softly through the trees and one little star child watched over the castle all night till dawn began to show in the sky. One lovely summer morning The little princess Rosemary woke up early, jumped out of bed, put on her crown, and popped her head out of the castle window. There she saw, through the branches of the queen's best rose tree, a merry band of dew children, sparkling through the castle park, as lightly as if blown on the morning wind. The princess laughed for joy, and the dew children heard her. They came running over the grass and called to her to come down and play with them. Quick as a bird, Princess Rosemary slipped downstairs and out into the fresh, sunny summer morning. when the six little dew children, their names were Rainbow, Glisten, and Diamond, Dewdrop, Sparkle, and Pearl, heard that she had not washed and brushed and dressed. They hurried her away to a clear little brook that flowed through the meadow nearby. Two of them washed her face and hands in clear sparkling water, and another dried her gently. One brushed her sunny hair, another fitted on her little golden slippers, and a third tied on her crimson robe. When the sun grew warm, the dew children vanished away, and five little moss boys scampered up and begged the princess to share their breakfast. The Moss Boy's names were Evergreen, Moss Cap, Velvet, Soft Step, and Green Jacket. They led her to a little table spread on the roots of a tree in the castle garden, and made her a seat on a low branch One brought her toast and warm milk, another moss jelly, another honey, and another sweet wild strawberries gathered in the wood. Green Jacket has some cakes to offer, but he sees that the bold red squirrel has spied them from the treetop and come down to try one. After breakfast, Master Crow flew down with specs on beak and book under wing. He gave the little princess a pencil and a slate with a golden rim and told her to sit on the grassy bank under a tree. Then Master Crow perched on a stump and opened his book with a caw, caw, caw. He taught the little princess to spell such words as spring, and birds, and nests, and eggs. It was the nicest school she had ever heard of. Whisk the squirrel watched from a nearby tree and was glad he did not have to go to school. When school was out, the little princess wandered happily through the wood. A gentle fawn came springing over the lawn and walked beside her for a while. Seven frolicsome hares hopped and nibbled and played about the path. Whisk, the squirrel, and his mate followed too and stopped sometimes to eat a juicy blackberry. The birds flew and sang above them. Late in the afternoon, the little princess came to a mossy glade at the edge of the wood where the silly little mushrooms live who grow up in a single night. Red caps, brown caps, And whitecaps. They begged her to stop and tell them a story. So, being a most obliging little princess, she sat on the grass among them and told them tales of the great oak tree beside her father's castle gate, which had taken hundreds of years to grow and had seen many storms and the coming and going of brave knights and fair ladies. At last, darkness fell, and many bright little star children came with their star lanterns to light the little princess home through the deep wood. She was sleepy, for she laughed and worked and played all day, and was glad to see the towers of her father's castle through the trees when the friendly star children had led her safely home. The little princess slipped through the castle gate and in the great doors and upstairs to her white bed. She was soon fast asleep. Like the little animals and birds and nature children she had played with all day, The night wind rustled softly through the trees and one little star child watched over the castle all night till dawn began to show in the sky. Thank you. Thank you.